sharing the peace and light of Islam with Sirius FM. 808 Earth Central African Time, uh, Professor Andre Duvanaga got IT. They got the technicians are working on his computers, uh, so it's a big upgrade for him there. But Alhamdulillah, the show goes on. And yes, uh, people, the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Vatican. Tell me, tell me, how much you know about the Roman Catholic Church? You know that, uh, that Rome there, that Rome, yeah, it's a city, people. It's a small city. But when you get into the Vatican, they have papers upon papers. They have scrolls upon scrolls. They have material that is, uh, uh, like, uh, you know, under file 13. I don't know. They can have file 26, double it, or, you know, 539 and so forth. So you can just go on and wondering what type of files do they have? What type of secrets do they have? Do they have a pact with the devil and so forth and so forth? A lot of things are being said. But our very own uh, Rafi Hassan, who is the president of IFRI, he's uh, a world-renowned Dai. He's on many, many platforms. And also, alhamdulillah, he's someone uh, that uh, motivates the youngsters, that also motivates uh, many people. And he's a you know, five-star host, I mean, a guest and everything to have on a radio station and also on other platforms. Uh, Rafiq Hassan, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, tell us, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful morning? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, it's a beautiful sunny day in Durban. I hope it uh, doesn't matter the weather, so long as you are fine and with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, we got Allah on your side. We got everything on our side. Well said. Well said. You forgot uh, if you're in the real party. Yeah, don't talk about ANC and DA and all these other parties. Be with Hezbollah, the party of Allah, as Rafiq said. You got Allah on your side and we all belong to Hezbollah, not with Hezbush Shaitan, as George would say. Hey, George Bush says, hey, my party, Hezbush Shaitan. Hey, no, we don't want that. Rafiq, you know, when you look at the Vatican, you look at the Vatican, right. you and I, we're so fortunate. Tell the world that the Vatican phoned us. <laughs> we got a phone call yes. from Rome people. But anyway, the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Vatican, are they selective in the stories that they give us about the Dead Sea Scrolls? Or do they manipulate it just to keep people busy? Rafiq, it's all yours. Bismillah. Well, you know, you in your introduction, Barashawad, you're saying something very important about the Catholic Church. Now, I think that, you know, before we get to the Dead Sea Scrolls, which is very, very, very important uh, uh, discussion, uh, but I think about the Vatican, or let's talk the Catholic, uh, you know, the Catholic Church, uh, we need to find out uh, who they are. Let's go to the beginning. Now, after, you know, the, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he was, uh, you know, there in, in Mecca and Medina, the, the church has already formed three different major groups. So that's what I want us to know. That by the time, you know, which is about 560 years after Isa a.s. So let's say about 600, around about 600 years after Isa a.s. when our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi arrives, Already the, the, the Christianity was changed, the true teachings of Israel, and there were three sort of major groupings among, uh, you know, the, the, let's use the word church or the, the followers of Jesus, uh, chef. Let's, let's put it that way. The first one I want to start with 
is, you know, the, the Bani Israel, the Israelites. Isa Salam was sent to the Israelites. So let's not forget that, that his message was only for the Israelites and not anybody else. And I think this is a very important uh, point for us to, to keep in mind right at the beginning. That the formation of uh, the, the, the non-Israelite as Christian is an aberration uh, uh, of the teachings of Isa alayhi salam. You'll find in Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 and 6, uh, you know, Jesus himself said, uh, please be upon him, Isa alayhi salam said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 and 6, that I have been sent not but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And not only all the Israelites, but the lost sheep even of the house of Israel who were lost, you know, uh, they lost the teachings of Musa alayhi salam and, and what have you. And they became too assimilated uh, while they were there in, in Palestine and in the nearing. Well, they were assimilated and let's use the word, you know, uh, you know, moved away from the Jewishness and the law of Moses uh, with the uh, Roman influence, the Greek influence, uh, and every other kind of influence that was there at the time. So having said that, you had them. Then you, uh, some tried to keep the original teachings of Jesus, but the main actor, Paul, came in just after Isa alayhi salam, and he actually started to change the actual teachings of Jesus, peace be upon him. He was a rabbi, he was opposing Jesus initially, he never was there, uh, you know, in the time of Isa alayhi salam, he, has, he was not one of his disciples, and strangely, he today, uh, you know, the almost over half the New Testament is all Paul's writing. Paul is accepted as the be-all and end-all of Christianity. And yet he was the imposter. And he went and formed the Catholic Church. So that's what we must come to know. He was in cahoots with the Romans. They call it the, uh, you know, uh, St. Peter. They're using the word Peter to deflect from Paul. They, they, so they called it, they were very brilliant. Because Peter was uh, one of Jesus' brothers, you know. He was one of the 12 disciples. So they, they call it St. Peter's, but actually it is Paul in cahoots with the Roman Empire who wanted to destroy this whole story of Jesus. Jesus was a threat to them. The, 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 the rabbis, the Sanhedrin, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, uh, all these rabbis, these Israelites, were already in cahoots uh, with the Roman Empire. They have sold their soul, you know, to Caesar. Uh, they were not interested in, in uh, they modified the laws and they were all interested in power and money. That's why Isa overthrew the money table. So I'm giving you a background when you went to the temple. And then there is a last group called the Orthodox Christians who did not want to follow. They, they saw what's happening with Paul and said, no, we're not going to follow this. Paul is an imposter. And they moved away. And also a very important event happened, which brings us to the Dead Sea Scrolls. A very important event happened, the second destruction of the temple, 70 years after Isa salam. In the year 70 AD, the emperor Titus, the Roman emperor, was fed up with the Israelites and the Jews. They were trying to have an insurrection and overthrow the Roman influence in Palestine. And he got very annoyed. He called the Roman army and he broke down the temple of Solomon right to its from the second destruction. It was first done before Jesus, Isa salam. Uh, you know, uh, by Nebuchadnezzar, 400 BC. But now with, he left, you know, in Urdu, they say, Namo Nishan was not left. No trace must be left of this temple, and every Jew must be kicked out. It is at this time, Brother Shafar, at the destruction of the temple, Paul has already started his, his, his changing of, 
uh, the teachings of Jesus was already established himself, you know, and, and, and going into Rome. And, and uh, they destroyed, they wanted to destroy every trace of Jewishness and Isa's teaching. And that's when the true followers of Jesus started throwing away the scriptures. I want us to understand this very well. They started because if you were caught, if, even at the first destruction of the temple, it was Jewish and they had to throw away the Torah. They had to throw any literature they had of Jewish, uh, you know, tal, uh, of their, uh, you know, Talmud or the, the Mishnah. Because if you, uh, no trace of Jewishness must be on them. They started throwing it in the rivers. They started burning it. They threw it into the Dead Sea. Again, in 70 AD, they started throwing it again, their holy scriptures, into the Dead Sea, into the, you know, burning it. They don't want to be caught with it because that's how you're going to be identified as one of the ways as a Jew. Because the instruction emperor Titus, this kill all the Jews. So now this has, and they were put into the diaspora. But the, many of them went to Greek, to Turkey, uh, to Ethiopia. You know, the Eastern Orthodox Christians are there. Now the Dead Sea Scripture was lying there, right? So the, the Bible that they have today, the Christian world, was by Emperor Constantine, you know, in the Conference of Nicaea, 325 AD. 300 years after that, the Emperor, Roman Emperor Constantine, they were still, you know, fighting, infighting, uh, you know, who's the true followers of Jesus? What was the three teachings of Jesus? Is he God? Is he prophet? What was he? And then he got fed up and he said, I'm making one ruling now. Jesus, we're making him as the son of God. We're producing our own scriptures now. And, and he destroyed everything else. Anyone who against him, he killed him. And that's how Christianity, modern day, what I would call Pauline Christianity, was reestablished by the Roman emperor, uh, you know, uh, Constantine. And this is the Christianity we have. The Eastern Orthodox had nothing to do with them. They went away to Turkey, to Greek, to Russia, and they are still carrying on in their own way. Now, in 1946 and 1947, they discovered the Dead Sea Scrolls. People were, you know, deep sea diving in the Dead Sea. Uh, and it, up to 1956, they started to unearth the scrolls. Now, you must understand, they were not full books, brother. There were no printing presses. So there wasn't like what we have a Bible today, you know, a thousand pages in, under two covers. It was scroll, you know, they had parts of it, you know, they had parts of the, the somebody had parts of Matthew, somebody had parts of, uh, you know, Barnabas, somebody had parts of this, like that, like that. Uh, and But they had scrolls, they had parts of it, and they threw it away, those who did not want to identify them to. Now, what is the Dead Sea Scrolls? Let me just summarize, after giving you that background, the, 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 the TKO, the most important thing to keep in mind now is this all is happening in Israel. Israel is in charge since 1948 of this area of the Dead Sea and Palestine. So they took monopoly and control of the Dead Sea Scroll. They grabbed it first and they kept it hidden from the rest of the world. Obviously, they wanted to go through it first. And they found out that what if they had, if they had scrolls of Matthew, or if they had scrolls of, uh, you know, Mark, in from those Dead Sea Scrolls, they found that it is not the same as the one, the present Bible. So they realized the world will catch them out that it has been changed. Not only the Dead Sea Scrolls, I want to, for the sake of completeness, this is just the Dead Sea Scroll documents, and and then the Jewish Israeli government, uh, Zionist government, had a monopoly, and they used this as a 
as a uh, you know to to bargain and they used it uh, as an, I'm looking for that word when you uh, you know you take something and you hold somebody hostage with this thing they used it to the Christian world to the Vatican to say see yeah, if we show these documents to the world your, your Catholicism is finished because this exposes your Catholicism as an as, as an aberration because these crows are not telling with what you have. The true story, what I just said, will come out. And therefore, you have to toe the line with us. Therefore, you've got to toe the line with Israel. You've got to support Israel. And this is how this Death Street Scrolls, till today, they're only giving what suits them. But they have made a deal with the Vatican and the Christian world that they won't expose them. The true researchers only know this, brother. The ordinary Christian and the ordinary people of the world don't know this fact. Uh, there is other facts to substantiate this, not only the Dead Sea Scrolls. For instance, they, 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 you know, some of them, during that expulsion, Brother Shafat, in 70 AD, some of the followers of Isa went away to Arab land. Some went to Egypt, neighboring Syria. They went to neighboring countries. You found that in, uh, in Upper Egypt, they were, they found in, in the caves, yeah, shepherds, you know, uh, shepherds, Arab boys, they found caskets. In Nag Hamada, the place is called Nag Hamada, and they found in those caskets scrolls again. Others were thrown in the Dead Sea. Others ran away with it and did it in caves. Right? It's a holy document. They can't throw it away. And in there, they found Matthew, Mark scrolls, which are not telling with the, the the New Testament that we have today and the Bible that they have today. So yes, brother Shafat, this is being used to. Uh, I still can't find the word, uh, you know, to 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 have control. Hold uh, them to ransom. Ransom, man. Jazakallah. This, they are holding the Christian world ransom with these documents because if it has to be exposed to the world, obviously you can buy a book on the... There are many books on the Deathless World, but how many people are reading books? Only the intellectual class. Do you know the saying, Brother Shafat? 85% of the people of the world are just uh, read the headline. They are not critical thinkers. And they are being fooled by 10% of the people of the world. 85 plus 10, 10% are fooling the 85. But 85% is lazy. They're ordinary people. They're not academics. They can't read. They don't understand. They just follow what he said. That 85 plus 10 gives you 95. You're left with 5%. Only 5% know who the 10% are. Only 5% of the people know how the Dead Sea Scrolls are being used to ransom the Christian world because they are the only ones who bring the research. And and that's the sad situation in the world right now. And that goes for everything. It goes for politics. It goes for every history. is not history of the, what really happened in the world. History is H-I-S, is his story. They rewrite the books like they rewrote the Bible. And so, you know, the Dead Sea Scrolls is very tightly kept under tight security, Brother Shafat, because lo and behold, if ever it is made public, you know, that's the end of Catholicism and Christianity as we know. Well, I tell you, Rafik, you're a genius, a genius indeed, and the way you delivered that. And whilst you're talking, I was thinking about Dan Brown getting into the picture and talking about the Holy Grail and how holy or unholy that Grail was. And, you know, it's something like the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Dead Sea Scrolls, as you said, uh, controlled and controlled by the Zionist Brigade, who's holding the Christian world to ransom. 
and then uh, you get uh, some Christian denomination. They pray for Israel, pray for Israel. Mm-hmm. That too. I mean, they've been uh, pumped with uh, millions and millions of dollars. They've given uh, them uh, uh, TV stations, and they, you know these people will have documentaries, and you'll see how you know they will pray. They say pray for Israel. Whereas you said that uh, Isa alayhi salam. When you found these people dealing in usury, dealing in interest, and the Quran says Allah, de- you know, declares war on those that deal in mm. interest. Isa alayhi salam was turning the tables, you know, I mean, uh, toppling Correct. the tables over and gave it to them with a whip. Hey, he made marks on them, Rafiq. Talk to us. Mm. I mean, he declared war on those. That's, it is the same, uh, that currency system of, uh, you know, riba system riba. that's creating yeah. uh, uh, havoc in the world, Rafiq. Go ahead. Well, look, Brother Shafar, uh, you know, so important what you are saying. Uh, you know, Isa alayhi salam, that is why they finally had to get rid of him. Imagine, look, look at his courage, man. Look at Isa alayhi salam's courage. He goes right to the temple where the Sanhedrin is, where these Jerebites were sold the souls to the Roman Empire for money, right? And they changed the laws of Moses. But he had such, uh, you know, Iman and faith and 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 uh, and fearlessness in him. He feared Allah alone. That he, uh, you know, he, he toppled it. And they said, look, this man is very dangerous to us. He can bring an, an, a revolt. We have to get rid of him. And that's how they started the process to get him uh, crucified. Though Allah saved him from death on the cross. On the cross. Now come back to Mel Gibson. I mean, uh, to Dan Brown and these guys. Now Dan Brown and these guys. Now, not only is the, is the Jewish uh, people, you know, trying to cover this up, or Israel or the Zionists, today they are these atheists. The Dan Brown is an atheist also. Now, these people don't even believe in God. They, they, they are rejecting God. Let me put it that way. They are rejecting God. They are at war with God. And so the Dan Brown, not only they want to destroy Christianity, they want to destroy all religion. Because Dan Brown in his book, and we went through it in detail, I had to go through every page to unearth what he's up to, and he said all religion is hogwash. That's exactly what Dan Brown is saying. And so that's another enemy, you know, besides Zionism and Jewishness and what have you. They, they want to take our children away completely from religion. But I want to give you another thing while we have little time to, to balance everything. We, I don't know if you know about Mel Gibson, Brother Shafar. Right, you must you must know him. Uh, the passion yeah, of the guy. Christ. Too right. good. I mean, he, he's he's taken on the the, the designers, and he told them exactly what he thinks of uh, you know what they do Correct. and how they control and patrol everything. Yes, sir. Rafi, one ahead. more, one more in terms of our discussion on in Catholicism and the Catholic world. Do you know that Mel Gibson is a Catholic? Mel Gibson is a Catholic Christian. But Mel Gibson, in his, in his movie, The Passion of the Christ, many people didn't pick this up. What he was actually doing in that movie, he was attacking the, the Pope. He was attacking the Vatican in this movie. He was attacking, uh, you know, Catholic Church to the highest level because you'll see the main part of that movie, which is the last few hours of the run-up to the crucifixion. You remember when I went to Pontius Pilate? Pontius Pilate says, I wash my hands off you people, you, you, you rabbis and you Jews. I, uh, this man is innocent. Why are you all bringing this? I got nothing to do. You who killed all the prophets from Zacharias right down, you know, from Abel to Zachariah, you who killed the prophets. What he was showing in that movie 
is that the, 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 the Jews of the time and the rabbis of the time killed Jesus. They brought the charge with the Romans in codes to get him crucified. But you know why Mel Gibson made that movie, Breshva? Because it was at that time when, when, when Pope uh, John Paul was in power. And because of these Dead Sea Scrolls and other things which they were using to ransom, then it was a standing fatwa up to that point in history, up to the time of this movie of the Passion of the Christ, up to when John Paul, John Paul II was there, that the, the Jews killed Jesus at that time. It was the, the you know, the rabbinical Jews who killed Jesus at that time. But they, they made the Catholic world, they made John Paul II to change the fatwa to say the Romans killed Jesus. That was the big shift, which I didn't know at that time also. And it's only after Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson was trying to tell the Christian, no, wake up. That they have got through our highest authority in the Vatican, and they're changing the Bible, and they've even changed the fatwa now to say, no, it's the Romans that kill him, because now the Israelites and Jews are our friends. They, didn't, they had nothing to do with it. So they are very deep currents, and very few people know. These guys, are, we've got to give them credit. They're brilliant. They know how to, you know, mislead that 85%. Yeah, they I know exactly. They make people into sheeple. Hey, you become a herded mentality. And, uh, you know, very few want to think, uh, Rafik. People love to be in yes. the comfort zone. But, you know, in the comfort zone, they're put into so much of discomfort that they don't even feel it because they got some opium coming from the propaganda machines, uh, Rafik. Well, that's it. Therefore... You know, we must compliment you, your team, Sirius FM, and all the different alternate media houses in the world who are trying to bring the true news and the true history, not his story, which they're trying to give to us. And, and the solution is people need to be awake. And I want to be, end on a positive note, Brother Shafat. People are waking up. This, our alternate media, Sirius FM, is having its influence. All the alternate media houses on WhatsApp, on social media, on Facebook, you know, they are having their impact. And slowly and slowly, it's no more 85%, 10%, and 5%. Right? You know, we're 85%, we're fooled by the 10%, and only 5% new. Today, it's only, you know, 75% are fooled, uh, you know, and, and uh, by the 10%. And, and now that 5% has gone up to 15%. And it's going up to 20%. More and more people are, are not being fooled any longer. And they are realizing who are the 10%. And very soon, you know, the world is going to change. Because the, the, the Hezbollah, Shaitan, the evil forces of this world are crumbling down. Yeah, the people that they fear most are the thinkers. And you, Rafiq Hassan, come here. I'm putting this around your neck. Yeah, you are a world-class thinker. You are a spiritual thinker. You're a thinker of all thinkers, and that's why you are with our team, and you'll always will be there because you are the team with Huck and Hezbollah. Rafik, you have a beautiful, mashallah, day ahead. Yes, Talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, our people, time for us to go for our break. When you get back, it will be time for Muslim News with Abu Bakr. See that.